0: Today's daf is Bavakama Dav Tzadik Vav and we are 13 lines from the top of Daf Tzadik Heya Medez Rabbi Yehuda Today's daf is being learned as a schos for Achenu Bnei Yisrael Hanesunim Batzaru Vashiv So we're still in the mid-beginning of Perka which is the primary source for the sugya of Shinoi the Mishnah Right in the beginning of the parak, when it introduced the halacha of shinui Kaina, introduced it in several different cases. The opening case is Haggaisel Eitzin va son Kaelin, Semer va son Begodin, Mishalim Kesha If somebody steals Eitzin, but he converted the Eitzin into Kaelin, somebody steals wool, but he converted the wool into Begodin, he now is Koina the thing that he stole. Thus, he no longer has a conventional chiyiv of the heishev es Asha Rather, he has to pay the value of what it is he stole, the value of what it is he stole at the time that he stole it, and it's in that way that he fulfills his chiyiv ashev. The Mishnah then went on to discuss different cases that are all me'inyin le'inyin ba'oise'inyin all dugmais of shinrikayin the Mishnah said gazal para me'uberes if somebody steals a para me uberes, and this para had a child rochel to'una or someone stole a rochel a sheep that was una, it was laden with wool the gazaza and he shared it mishalim dmei para ha'imedas leyle he has an obligation to not give back everything that he stole but rather what he pays is the value of a parah that was a lele, that was almost ready to give birth, and may and he has to pay the value of a sheep that almost was ready to be sheared. What happens, says the Mishnah, if somebody stole a parah, the parah became a meuberes in the possession of the gazelin, and then afterwards it was Yalda. rochol, or someone stole a rochol, v'nitana etzla, and it grew this wool when it was in the possession of the gazlan, The gazzaza and then afterwards he sheared it. Mishalim kishas Again, it's the same halacha. What he needs to do is no longer return the actual thing that he stole because kainer. Rather, he's Mishalim kishasak And then the Mishnah says it one time for every time. Ze ha'klal. This is the rule. Kol ha'gazlonim Mishalim kishas Now, before we start the Gemara, there's one Point. I believe that needs to be clarified. The truth is this point that we're about to say is it's, but it's Rashi, and we're gonna learn the daf with Rashi. thus it's something that needs to be made clear. And that is, the Mishnah said that if somebody steals a parama uberes as the halach is that he's kainah, this that he stole Bishinoy, thus the halach is Rashi holds that Ghazal Param uberes fiolta, that the Mishnah says your kaina with Shinoi is only referring to the Vlat. When the Mishnah says rochel to Una Vigazazah, Mishale kishas zela, it's only as it relates to the wool. But as it relates to the par itself and as it relates to the Rachel itself, for that we don't say Shinui Kaina. The Goslin will have an obligation to return this that he stole. In other words, when someone steals a parah muberes, and now Yolda, so the parah is no longer muberes, Rashi says, the shino that we see up is only in the vlad. The vlad went from being a fetus to now being a proper vlad. That's a shinoi, you stole the fetus, it was nishtan and now that it's a vlad, thus you're subject to the first mission, in parah but 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 is negay the parah, a para that was mu'ubaras that's now not mu'ubaras is not considered a shinoi in the para, and it's for that reason there is no shinoi kaina on the para. So, this goslin who stole, as it relates to some of what he stole, there's shinui kaina, but as it relates to some of what he stole, there's no shinoi kaina. And when the Mishnah says that you're the value of what it is this was worth. At the time that you stole it, it's referring dafka to the vlad or dafka to the temer. But as it relates to the behema itself, for that there's no shini koina. And if that's the case, you have a regular beheshev like Zelash shagazel that are with Rashi and hold that no, if someone steals a parum and now the par is yolda, that's a shinoy in the par itself. Thus, it would be no the hachavas agzela gazal even with regards to the par. And even then, you would have the alacha a mishalom But just to keep things simple, we're going to learn the sugi with Chitas Rashi, and that is that when the Mishnah said gazal parum uberis viyolda. That the halacha is meshalim dmei paro imedas That's as it relates to the value of the fetus that you stole. But voss is negay the paro itself for that. It's a regular haresha halacha. Either way, yesterday's daf the Gemara Sadikim Adal brought a brisa that mentioned three shita satanam with regards to this halacha. Gazal paro meuberes veyolda rochel to una vegazasa. The first opinion was the opinion of Rambam. Rambam said hagozal rochel. The halacha is that you take the parah that you stole, you take the vlad that you stole, or the wool that you stole, and you return it all to the sender, you give it all back to the person that you stole it from. The Gemara clarified in great detail Shitas Ramea. The Gemara said that Ramea holds Shinu And if Shinu is Kaino, so why are you returning everything? You should have the halacha. Shitas Rashi, at least klape the uber, klape the tzemer, of kol agaz Meshaman True, but the mayor holds that Chazal imposed the knas on a Ganev and they didn't want him to be able to benefit from the Ganevo. So it's for that reason they said that although you're koinah wachinoy, which means now that really you should benefit from the increase of value from Fidus to Vlad, the increase of value from to actually having sheared wool, but we don't want the chayta to be niskar. And it's for that reason Chazal said, you should return everything. The price continued and said, Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, what you're supposed to do is, you're supposed to take the thing that you stole and you're supposed to return it. Rabbi Shimon said, you make some sort of shuma and that's how you determine what it is that you're is supposed to pay. Now, Ramey Ashita, at least his words are straightforward. The Havana in Ramey was two Lushoynes and Ibaya and yesterday's daft that we just sort of summarize. But as it relates to the words of Rabbi Yehuda and the words of Reb Shimon, it's a little bit ambiguous. It's not even clear what Rabbi Yehuda and what Reb Shimon are saying. Rashi is Mitharish that Khura, what Rabbi Yehuda is saying when he says Gzeilo is Beine'a is, Ramea, I don't know from Knossos. I know is Gaina. Kind of. So, the Hawak is that what you stole, which was the parah ho'imedes leyle, a parah mi'uberes, you're going to have to take the Para and return it by now, because Klapi the Para, as we spoke at in this introduction, there is no shine but voss is negei, the shvach, that you'll be able to keep. So, gzela, whatever you stole, that's chayzeris beinel. But as it relates to the shvach that you're allowed to keep, meaning in contrast to a mayor who holds that there's a knas, Rabbi Uda holds that there's no knas. The problem is, it sounds like that's what Rabbi Shimon is also saying. Rabbi Shimon, I mean, Royan oisekila, he shumma etzle you make a shuma. What's the shuma? Presumably, what it's going to be is what was the value of what you stole, the shasa gzeila, and it's that that you're going to have to pay back. Either shvach, the shvach you're going to be able to keep. Either knaz, Reb Shimon doesn't hold the knas. So really, the setup when you even try teaching the words of Rabbi Yehuda and Reb Shimon are that. They're seemingly saying the same thing. And if that's the case, obviously this Braysh requires a little bit of Hasbara, and it's exactly there that today's dot picks up, says the Gemara. Rabbi Rabihudah said in the Bryce, shimon Nao. Rab Shimon, I'm Rabbi Shimon said, well, you The question we just asked, my beinayu, what exactly is the machloikis between Rabbi Hudd and Rabbi Shimon? And to make this clear, we understand the machloikis between Rameyr versus Rabbi Huda and Rab Shimon. Rameyr holds that even though shinu Kaina, but not for Therefore, there's a knas, you have to give the shvach back. Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon both seem to be saying that that's not the case. The problem is, it's three shittas, not two shittas. So what is the machloikis, my beinayu, between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon? The Gemara now is going to bring a machloikis on Meiram, Rabbi Zvid and Rabbi Popper respectively. Each one is going to have his own halach. had to understand what Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon are saying in the Bresa. Rabbi Zvid, Rabbi Zvid said, The machloikis between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon is... With regards to someone that steals, the thing that he stole went up in value, but the shvach is attached to the thing that the person stole. Rabbi Yehuda, sab, Rabbi Yehuda holds the nigzal hava, that that belongs to the nigzal. There's no halacha of shinri Kaina. Rabbi Shimon, sab, the goslin hava, Rabbi Shimon holds that that belongs to the goslin because even though the shvach is attached to the thing that you stole, you're still going to have the halacha of shinri Kaina. There's a long Rashi that explains Shittas Rabzvid. And the Tamsis of Rashi is that Rabzvid understood that the Machoykis Rabihud and Rab is actually not Negea, the halach of the brice. The halach of the brice is where someone stole a mubaris, and then there was a shvach. What was the shvach? The paru gave birth. In that case, Rabihud and Rabshimin agree. What do they agree? That. Shinu is There's no knas. Thus, Gzevo is And the halach is that you're going to be able to keep any Yishvach. What then is the Machloikis? In a different case. Not the case of the Brasov. Kiddush, right? But that's what the Machloikis is. What is that other case? Where the shvach is not detached from the thing that you stole, like in the case of the B'raisa, where the shvach is the Vlad that was born, it's no longer Yerachimai, but rather where the shvach is attached to the thing that you stole. And it's over there that Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon argued, and what did they argue about? Tzudos heis nitkan Rabbi Yehuda holds, it's not considered a shinui. The nigzal hava. Thus, the halach is that shvach goes to the nigzal, Even though shinik and even though I don't impose any crosses when it comes to even the shvach of a shinoi. But at the same time, it's not a shinik. Thus, it's going to go to the nigzal. Reb Shimon holds that no, the gazlin hava. He holds it is considered a shvach. Mali if it's attached, Mali if it's detached, and therefore the halach is, it's going to remain by the gazlin. So the kasha was, might be between Reb Yudin and Reb Shimon. They seem to be saying the same thing. To a degree, they are, as it relates to the case of the Brages, so they are saying the same thing. However, there is an a naf and that, that an naf is going to shtol in a different case. What case? Where the shvach is not detached from the thing that was stolen, but rather it was attached to the thing that was stolen. Now, how do you retrofit this in the words of Reb Yehuda and Reb Shemin? It's a nice story. It's a fabulous shtikotayra, aber... What? The Bryce is talking about one thing, they're arguing about something else. There has to be a remez minatei To this, mahalik of Rabzvid in the Machlikes, Rashi says that Rabbi Yehuda was talking to Rameir. Rameir said, Ha-goizel the Gazas are part of the Meshalim You take everything, you put it right into the possession of the nigzal. Zok, so Rabbi Yehuda, I agree with you when everything is attached to the thing that you stole, meaning I hold gzelo chazeras bena. You always take the thing that you stole and you always return it loishna if it went down in value, and even loishna if it went up in value. Meaning I always have an obligation to take the thing I stole and return it. So whereas you Rameira saying that even if it was yolda, even if it was gazesa, still you give it all back. I don't agree in that case. I agree if it's attached to the Gzela, because in that instance, Gzela, Chayzeraz Beinah. Reb Shimon says, no, even in that case, it's not true. Even then, that that's not going to be the case. Just add one K'nei Rashi adds. And that is that really Rabbi Yehuda in the Ivritaych of Rabbi Yehuda is talking about the case of the Brayse. And Reb Shimon also in the Ivritaych is talking about the case of the B'risa. But they each said their Taino in a little bit of a different Nusach. And Reb Zvid heard that the fact that this was chilek with Rameir in his nosach, and Reb was chilek with Rameir in his nosach. That's a raya that Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon, although they're saying the same thing in this b'raisa, but at the end of the day, they are saying something a little bit different, which would play itself out in in a different case. What's the case? The case is where the shvach is actually attached to the thing that you stole. Either way, this is the first mahalach in the Gemara Popham. says, am. everybody is moido, shvach shal the gaslan hava. No, the new shita here, Rabbi Yehuda, that shvach shal gabi is not even considered a shinoi, I disagree. Everybody's moider that Shvach Shal Gabi Gzela, is in the possession of the Ghazleh. Shini There's no knas of to Rabbi Shimon. There's no question you're going to be able to keep it. What then is the Machloikis between Rebbe and Rebbe Shimon? A whole different Mahalach. The Machloikis is every single time. There's a Ghazleh with a Shini And there's a Shvach. The Gazan gets to keep the Shvach. How much of the Shvach does he get to keep? Does he get to keep all of the Shvach? Or maybe he only keeps Mechza, which is half, Shlish, which is a third, or Raviyah, which is a quarter. He holds that the Shvach, that belongs entirely to the Gazan. the Gazan doesn't get to keep the whole Shvach, but rather the Gazan only gets to keep a percentage of the Shvach. But all of the Shvach he's not going to be able to keep. Now, just to even touch the words of Reb Shimon, we have some work to do, but just to touch the words of Reb Shimon, you don't keep all of the Shvach, you only keep half the Shvach, a third of the Shvach. Like, what does that even mean? So what it means is, there's a halacha that if someone is the halacha is, if he improves the person's land, he's entitled to a cut. What's the cut? So there was a minigamakim. In some places, they used to get half. In some places, they used to get a third. In some places, they used to get a revere. What Rav Shimon is saying is that the gazan can get shvach, but not all of it. What could he get? He can get like a yoyr lo teich sadach Because that's essentially what he is. He's a gazan who's improving somebody else's thing. And really, depending on the minigamokim, if it's Mechseh, that's what he'll get. If it's Shlish, that's what he's going to get. And if it's revia, that's what he's going to get. Now, according to Rav Papa, the Machloikis, Rav and Rav Shimon, is talking directly to the case of the Bresa. According to Rav Papa, there are three sheets in the Bresa. What did the Bresa say? If somebody steals a Potrimut, Beres, V'yolda. Rabbi Meir says, you take the behema, you return it, you take the shvach, you return it, you give everything away. And even though she needs koina, that's only if you're going to lose as a result of it. Abishloh we're going to impose a knas, and there's going to be no Shinu koina. Rabbi Yehuda says, which means what? It means that... You have to return Kishasa Zela. but as it relates to the Shvach, you're going to keep 100% of it. Rav Shimon is the middle he uh, he's the Kosava Shimon says that I agree, you're not going to keep all of the Shvach, but at the same time, you're like Gara from a and as a result, what you're going to end up keeping is Mechsah Shlisha But the biggest advantage you have in Shittas Rapop is that you don't have to make an akimta that Rabbi Huden and Rabbi Shimon are not even arguing about the case of the price. and as it relates to the halacha of the Breis Rabbi Huden and Rabbi Shimon are both saying the same thing. It's not true. They're actually being chaylik. They're arguing. This is a fundamental machloikis. Every single time This shvach and there's a shinikoyna. Does the Gazan get to keep the entire shvach or does the Gazan only get to keep a percentage of the shvach? Now, as it relates to the words, the that of Rabbi Huden and Rabbi Shimon, According to our Papa, Rashi Ayim Sham is Mepharish, that Rabbi Huda saying, is saying, which means not you return the thing as much as we determine the value of what it is that you stole was. In the case of the parah, you're just going to return the parah because, as we spoke out, she, the Strashe is that there's no Shinukain to copy the, kind of the parah anyways. But the point is, you're going to figure out always what the kishasak was, and then as it relates to the Shvach, you're always going to be able to keep the Shvach. Reb Shimon says, Reb Shimon says, no, you have to pull out your calculator, right? You need an envelope, flip it around, and you have to start doing a little bit of arithmetic because Reb Shimon says, you're not keeping all the Shvach. You're keeping mechza, you're keeping shlish, you're keeping Revi, you have to do division, multiplication, right? There's a whole avoided here. That's what's going to happen. But al the the Teichvet of Yudhi Reb, Reb Shimon is going to be very Gishma. So just to make a Sicum on the two Mahachim, this is by far the harder part of the talk. So just to make a little bit of a recap, according to... Zvid, what's the machloikis between Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Shimon? The machloikis is if a Gazlin steals something, there's a shvach. The shvach is attached to the Gzela. Is there a shinikoina or is there not a shinikoina? According to Rabbi Huda, there's no shinikoina bechay According to Rabbi Shimon, there is going to be a shinikoina. According to Rabb Papa, what's the machloikis between Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Shimon? The machloikis is whenever there's a shvach and the Gazlin gets to keep the shvach. Not like Meir who imposed the Knast. No, you get to keep the shvach. Do you keep all of the shvach? Or do you only keep some of the shvach? We treat you like a yorel. According to Rabbi Yehuda, you keep all the shvach. And according to Rabbi Shimon, you're only going to keep some of the shvach. Just to say this, benusach acher And that is, according to Rabbi Zvid, in the brisa as it relates to the halochah of the brisa of someone that stole a paramu baris, there's two shittas. If someone steals a paramu baris, the shittas rammeyer, which is that you have to give everything back, and the shittas, Rav Yehud and Reb, Reb Shimin, who holds, then no, oh, you get to keep all the shvach. What's then the Machloikis Rav Yehud and Reb, Reb It's a second machloikas, which is graden, not negate the case of the brisa. Where do you see it? In the nusach that each one used when he was chilek with Ramea. But the point is, as it relates to the case of the B'ra'isah, there's only two shittas. The way Poplar, as it relates to the case of the B'ra'isah, there's three Shittas. There's not two independent Machloikas going on. Machloikis and versus Rabbi Huda and Shimon. Oh, and then there's another machloikis, minayu Bey, between Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Shimon. There's one Braissa machloikis. You read this Braissa the way you read every other Braissa in Shas. And that is the Shittas Ramea, who's the first Shittas. The Shittas Rabbi Huda, that's the second Shittas. The Shittas Rabb Shimon, that's the third Shittas. What is the machloikis? It's a very high level, fundamental, Balabatish machloikis. If someone's a gaslin and now he's calling it Exela and there's a shvach. This guy might have just become a glir. Like we said yesterday, if you have enough volume, this could be a geschäft, right? All of a sudden, you're making money. So the question is, really? You get to keep the shvach? Three shitas. <laughs> Rameya said, no way. Shlo he niska. You have to give it all back. Rabbi Yehuda says, yeah, this is what it is. I'm all the chaitas niska. According to Rameya, I'm according to Rabbi Yehuda, you get to keep it. Rabbi Shimon says that you get to keep it, but you don't get to keep all of it. What do you get to keep? Whatever the prevailing rate is for a yore the taych, sada, chavir, shalai, whatever the prevailing rate is for someone that does work in someone else's backyard, whether it's mechz, it's mechz, whether it's chlish, it's chlish, whether it's revia, it's going to be revia, Gemara. a little bit of a postscript to this machlak we learned in our Mishnah. What happens if somebody steals a parah? This parah was not a mubaris, but it was nisabra etzloy and then afterwards it was the other rachel, but no because somebody stole a rachel, and this rachel had no wool on it, but it was nitana in the reshuts of the ghazalim and then afterwards gazazah the halacha is mashalim kishas ha-gzeylo yupeh kishas ha-gzeylo shinui kaino the gemar makes a uh, d yolde inlo it sounds like the only time if somebody steals a parah that was nisabra the halacha is that you're going to be Kaina with shinui is if after it was nisabra it was yolde if however a person would steal a parah, it would be Nisabra, but it would not be Yalda, it sounds like Hajra then you would have to return it, then you wouldn't have the halacha of Shinikaina. As if to say, if somebody steals a parah, and this para now is Nisabra, there's no halacha of Shinikaina, which at first glance is Sarakhbir. Why would there be no halacha of Shinikaina? Is this such a shita that holds that so the says, Bishleim, Bishleim, according to the way Reb Zvid understood the, the, said, the Rabbi He said the Shimon was every single time there's a shvach that's attached to the nixal and. What was the Machloikis Rabbi Yehuda holds it's not considered a shinoi, whereas Rabbi Shimon holds it is considered a shinoi. See, so you have a sheet. This Rabbi Yehuda who holds that every time there's a shvach al it's not considered a shvach. No, if that's the case, I'm on a Rabbi Yehuda. You want to know who the time of the Mishnah holds that the only time it's considered a shinoi is if it was actually yoda It's detached, but if it's part of an esar, it's not considered a sheet. Oh, it's Rabbi Yehuda. Which Rabbi Yehuda? It's Rabbi Zvins. Rabbi Yehuda. Elder. Rabbi Papa. Rabbi Yehuda That said that there was never such a between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon. What then was the machloekis? Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Shimon, a hold different then who then is the Tanafunzara Mishnah The Lai Rab it's not Rab Yehuda, it's not Rab Shimon. Could it be Meir? So we're not gonna confuse this ain't Rashi. Amalah Papa Papa said, who I didn't gonna tell you, nah, that's not a Kasha. Because Laila Mike could tell you that if all the Mishnah wanted to tell me was a case where someone stole a parah that wasn't Muberes, and it's Shaykh now, it's becoming a muberes, that you would have a Shinikoina, who would not have had to have told me that it was Yolda afterwards. You could have told me, I feel lo Yolda, because even that's considered a Shinoi, because everybody holds that's considered a Shinui. I the Haduk Tani So why then did the Mishnah say Yoda? I did the Nosiv Reisha, Yoda, Nosiv Seifa Nami Yalda. Because in the previous case, the case right before this one, the person stole a paro that was already Mubaris. And then the Shinui was the Yolda. So then you had to tell me Yolda. So again, we prefer poetic symmetry. Over halachic accuracy. So again, even though you're right, if you wanted a push it, tell me where it's shy to have a case of Sheenikaina, you would not have needed to add this piece of information. It's a, a superfluous piece of information in the narrative. It adds nothing to the story. Because I feel under Yaalda, you have the same exact halacha Mashal and kishas, like Zelo. True, but for the poetic shaboy, we mentioned it. Either way, you have no raya from under the mishnah to Rabb's bitzoch to Tanya Not only is there no mishnah, not like Rabbah. There's a price, Yeah, like Rabbah. And this is pretty shvaetz and vice. Rav Shimon Oimer. Rav Shimon says. Ulla Revia, Alzheim Nemar checkmate Mefurish Abraisa, that adds language in Shitas Reb where it says Mefurish that the Yisoid of Shitas Reb the Yisoid of the Shuma that he was talking about in this ambiguous Braisa was, they come up with a Cheshbin of Lemechza Lishlish Ulla Revia. Either way, the Gemara now is going to discuss Shitas Reb Shimon a little bit, which at its surface is straightforward. This is Rapopa's Papas R- Shimon that now has a Tanya de Kavase. So, if someone's a ghazlan and he improves the thing that he stole, the halach is that when he comes to be mekayim as a shavah, there's a shinikayim, but at the same time, he doesn't get to keep all the shavah. He only gets to keep mechza shlishul We treat him like a yoyer, and whatever the prevailing rate would be for that, that's what he's going to end up keeping, right? It's either the mechza, either the shlish, either the revia. So the Gemara says, "Amr Rav Ashi." Rav Ashi says, <laughs> "Kavina be Rav When we were in the issue of Rav Kahana, we had the following shaila: the Rav the Mechza the Shlishul Revia. According to Rav that holds that a gazlin keeps Mechza Shlishul Revia. Who the shackle gazlin? The question was: a person stole a cow, and then he fattened the cow. He worked it. Now all of a sudden. There's a shvach. According to Rab what's he going to get to keep? Mechza shlisha l'vir. Could the Gazlan say that I want my mechza shlisha to come from the actual para? Meaning, this is what I was mashbiach, and it's from vir that I want to collect. Or could the Nigzal say, "This is my para. I'm taking it. I'll write you a check for mechza shlisha The question is, does the Gazlan have a schus to take from the from the basar, or bidmei? The Nigzal could tell him, I understand that I have an obligation to you, I can't just keep this whole thing, but at the same time, I'm going to give you money instead. Says the Gemara, Ravashi talking, that were we were in Rav Kahane's yeshiva, who they were it from the following member something Shmuel said, Amar Nachman, Shmuel, Nachman said the name of Shmuel, Oysen there are three people for whom we need to assess the Shvach, the Prophet, and what we do is, we tell the person that's going to have to give the other person the shvach, write him a check. the So Rashi goes through what all three of these cases are. Bechar le'poshet is talking about the basic halach of Nachas, which we're all familiar with, and that is that a Bechar is So if a man dies and he leaves over two sons, one's a Bechar, the other one's a Poshet, he's just... Pashat and that he's not a Bechar so the Halach is that the Bechar keeps two thirds of the Yerusha and the pasha keeps one third what happens if after the father died before the Chalukah the pasha worked the field and because he worked the field so now all of a sudden the field is worth more money now it comes time to divide it so the Halach is that although the Bechar is going to get Pishnaim, he's only going to get Pishnaim from what the field was worth at the time that the father died. But any appreciation for that, we treat him like a regular Pasha. He's not going to get Pishnai. This is the halacha that inabchar noyto b'roi ki b'mochzik. The question is, then, how do you divide the field? Because, really, the bukhar is entitled to two-thirds of the field, but it turns out he's not entitled to two-thirds of 100% of the field. He's entitled to two-thirds of whatever the field was worth at the time that the father died, but as it relates to what happened afterwards, for that he's only entitled to half the field. So Shmuel came and he passed in the halacha. He said that the bukhar gets two-thirds of the whole field. What he does, then, is he writes a check... And he's myelin and oysen bedonim. And he tells the posh that I understand I'm taking a little bit more than I'm supposed to get. I'm going to give you whatever you're supposed to get, and I'm going to make you whole. As opposed to what? As opposed to trying to figure out how much of the field the choyr is supposed to really get. Meaning, instead of saying that he gets two-thirds of 90% of the field and 50% of 10% of the field, thus we're going to end up giving him 62.7% of the field. That's not what we do. He takes two-thirds of the whole field, and he's... (laughs) The same said shmuel is true for a bal choyr, where somebody (laughs) bought a field from someone, and now there's a Balchayv that had loaned money to the Meicher, who had a lien on these Nechassen Meshubatim, thus he's coming to be Tyreth. So the Halacha is that although the Balchayv takes the field away from the Lakeach, this is his Halachic right. but at the same time, he would have to make the Lekeach whole for any peris or any tfuah or any appreciation that there might be in that field. So the question then is when they sit down now and figure out how much the Baal is allowed to take and how much is going to remain by the Lekeach do they make the chesh minayu mineh in the field? Said Shmuel, no, Meaning the Bachayev gets to keep the entire field. However, he's Masala and he has to write a check to the Lagich, and he has to say, "Listen, I understand. I'm taking something that really belongs to you—a thousand dollars worth of fruit." Here you go. I'm, you can keep it. And the same is true for the Baal Chayv and the Asayimim. The event that the Baal Chayv is taking from the Asayimim and the Asayimim were the ones that appreciated the field. The bottom line is this is Ravashi talking. He said, So we declared a Khakira, we weren't sure, according to Rav Shimon, that holds that a Gazan takes Masl of the Shvach. Could he beat Taivea that I wanted from the fletch of this? animal that I worked on? Or could the nigzal say, I'm taking the whole animal because this is really my animal. I I owe you something? I'll be misalak with domin. So, Rashi said, we were push it from Shmuel's Mamre. Shmuel said, Shloyshe Shomelohenashvach, Umaylenoysonbe B'char If that's the case, it's very misdabbed that the same should be true as it relates to the case of the Gazan as well. Frank Tosfis, <laughs> you're bringing me a Raya from Shmuel. If anything from Shmuel, it sounds the opposite. What did Shmuel say? Shloyshe it sounds like it's only three. So you have to say the Ravashiel, ton of a shire, Just like the ton of the Mishnah's Mishayur, Shmuel was a ton of a shire, And it's for that reason we were able to be pushin' It from Shmuel, but the Gemara has a kasha, a little bit of a digression. Ravina, told Did Shmuel really say that Shloisha And one of them was about Chayv Lulekeich, as if to say that when Bal takes the field from the Lulekeich, he even has to give him money for the extra tfu that it is he took. But Amar Shmuel, Shmuel himself said, "Bal go Goyves Ashvach," that the Bal Chayv could take the shvach. And the punchline is Rashi, two lines from the bottom, "The Einoi Machzilu Lulekeich him. He doesn't have to give him anything. Amalites Ravashi told him, like, There's two different types of shvach. There's shvach, where the Paris already f- grew to full maturity, and then you have shvach, where it didn't grow to its full maturity. If it grew to its full maturity, that already, the... The balchev is not allowed to take, and if the balchev wants to take it, that's where you're going to have to be misalakos of a and that's what Shmuel said that if he wants, he could be Masala of a If, however, the shmach didn't already reach right k'safim, the right way to pronounce this is k'safayim. It didn't reach shoulder height yet. So, if it's not shoulder height yet, so over there we look at it as being part of the field. That's what Shmuel meant when he said that you're allowed to keep it and you don't even have to reimburse it. Amale, but the Gemara says that Ravinot responded to Ravashi and he told him, This is a B'chol Yom that I know that Shmuel, or maybe at this point it was Shmuel's Bezdin, that they were goyva, they would take, even if the shvach was fully developed, its shoulder height, and they didn't obligate the Balchoyf to give back anything. So, your chilik is obviously not good chilik. He told him, (laughs) That case, where Shmuel allowed people, and apparently this happened all the time, to take the entire field, and not just the field, but even the shvach on the field. That's talking about where the loan was so much that in order for the Balkhaif to be able to get his full payment, he would have to take the ara and take the shvach. When we're saying that if the shvach is mygilik sofayim, you don't get to keep it, but rather. You have to be masalik oisai You have to keep it, but you have to reimburse him. That's talking about where you're taking yeser from the chayv. So the chayv is a thousand dollars, and you're walking away with a field that's worth thirteen hundred dollars. Now that already you have a time of Give me back my three hundred dollars and and it's that. It's in that case that we have the halacha of that the loikeach doesn't have a right to keep three hundred dollars worth of field, but rather the bal chayv could be masalikim with domin. So the Gemara says that this exchange between Ravina and Ravashi continued. On way, Ravina told Ravashi, this is good. This is good according to, to the man that holds. And anytime time is going from the lekeach, if the lekeach has money and he tells the Balchaev, "Listen, I understand this field that I bought is meshubed." to your chayv, but at the same time, I don't want to part from my field. Instead, I want to give you money. So according to the mandama, that says that that's something in allowed to do, then I understand everything that we just said. But according to the mandama, that holds that if the lekeach has money, he has a right to tell the balchayv that I don't want you to take the field. Instead, take the money, so why then, in this case,,, if I had money You wouldn't even get any piece of property. now at the very least, Have, shir let me at least keep the sheer of property that I'm allowed to get. You're going to have to give me money for it that's relative to the shvach that I am put into the property. Now, what's the background to the Gemara's question? There's a machloikis in Shas, whether a that's goyver from a If the lekeach tells the balkoiv that I don't want to give you the field that's misho, but instead I want to write you a check. Does the, does the lekeach have a right to do that, or does he not have a right to do that? Does a right do that? Does he that he does? Does a Yeshaimrim that he doesn't? Now, if you think about the Machloikis a little bit, it seems to be very fundamental, very lundish in terms of understanding how Kshib and Nakhassim works. If the loikeach can't be Masalik to Balchayv with Zuzi, so it sounds like the Balchayv has a very acute claim, maybe even some bailus already in this property, and it's for that reason, he tells the this is my piece of property. You have no right to be Masalik with Zuzi. If, however, you hold that the loikeach could be Masalik with Zuzim, then it sounds more like the loikeach just somehow has a shibu to make sure that Balchayv's loan is going to be paid off. But just like the loikeach could always pay the malva, however he wants to pay the malva as long as it's Bainanis, right? So, so to, in this case, Khuri you should have the same thing. But the point is, this is a machoik. This is a machoik is whether the Lekeach could be Messalic, the Balchoyv with Zuzi, or whether the Lekeach cannot be Messalic, the Balchoyv with Zuzi. So the Gemara's kasha is that Shmuel said that any time a Balchoyv goes to a Lekeach, and he takes a field away from him. And the shvach on the field, the Baal has a right to tell the Lekech, I'm taking the whole field with the shvach. I, I owe you the value of the shvach. No worries. I'm going to write you a check. And the Lekech could stand on his head and he could say, no, I want to keep a little parcel of land. This is my field. I worked on it. It has sentimental value to me. Give me the $300 that I'm entitled to. I want it in the former property. He doesn't have a right to do it. Soch shouldn't this be... Holy! In this how you do? And every single time a balchay goes to the lekech and he's the Meaning, if the balchay always has a claim on the property and the lekech doesn't have any right to be masalik and Muzuzi, so I hear this a little bit. Meaning, this is my property, and it's my property. I feel a mitzvah. I, I owe you money. No problem. Here's a check. But if the lekech could always be masalik, the and Zuzi, That means if the Oikeich had money right now, the Baal walking away with nothing. I mean, he's going to take money. But as it relates to the property, he's not going to get anything. The whole claim... Of the Balchayv on the property versus money is only if, if the Lekech is masking. But if the Lekech is not masking, not. So in this case, Klapi the Shvach, the Lekech is not masking. And Klapi the Shvach, the Lekech doesn't have to write him a check. Klapi the Shvach fakert. It's the Balchayv that owes the Lekech. So what gives the Balchayv a right to tell him that I'm taking this piece of property and I'm going to give you a check? Balchaev, you don't have the vote. Lekeich is the one that gets to decide. So if the Balchaev is always the one that gets to decide, the then this is ganz good. But if you hold that it's Lekeich the one that gets to decide, so over here, why are we decide if it's Lekeich? It should be up to Lekeich. So from Shmuel's Memra, where Shmuel said that there are three people. That Shamalah and Ashvach, you force him to take money. And one of them is Baal Chaval Lekech, uh, Luchur, which be able to machria, this grace of of how on the Chasemeshubadim works. Amale, Barabashi told Ravina, it's not mukach. I hear, but it's not mukach, because he could always make an akimt in Shmuelzalach. Maybe it's talking about where this field was an apoitiki. The Amale, what's an apoitiki? He told them, where they said specifically, I want the payment to come from here. If the field's an apotheke, Then everybody holds that the lekech doesn't have a right to be misalakhtab al-chaybu The only time the lekech to be misalakhtab al-chayb is when it's a regular nechasimeshubadim. But if the agreement in the contract is that the payment is going to come from here and then you buy that field, that's already a whole different geschäft. The hilchis nechasimeshubadim of an apotheki is different than a regular nechasimeshubadim. Maybe Shmuel meant it in an apotheki type of case. Maybe not, but maybe yeah, and as a result, you have no ability to be Mahriat may inya ba said. Gozal the What happens if somebody steals? And then he's Mashpiach, the thing that he stole. So he stole a par and he was mashpiach the par. Um And then he sold the par. And the Nigzal went to the lekeach, and he took from the lekeach the thing that he stole. Or gazal the somebody steals something, he's Mashbiachit v'hayrish, and then he died and he bequeathed it to his Yarshim, Machar The Lykeach, when the nigzal is gonna to come to him, or the Yarshim, when the Nigzal is going to come to them, it are going to be able to maintain. Whatever the Gazan would have been able to maintain as relates to the Shvach, specifically Rashi has two mahalachim of what this means. We'll go Rashi's first mahalach, they're both true, but just to keep it simple, in Shitas Reb Shimen, who holds that the Gazan is always entitled to Mechz Shlishel it's not only the Gazim that's going to be entitled to Mechz Shlishel but the Leikech and a will also get the Mechz Shlishel It's not only the Gazan that's going to get the Mechz Shlishel but it's the Yashim from the Gazan that are also going to get the Mechz Shlishel So if somebody steals something and then he sells it, and is a shvach, what we say is that the laikeach is entitled to the machzah of just like the person that he bought it from was entitled to the machzah of reviya. Boy, had a shayla, however. The shbiach ma'u. What would be if somebody steals something, and then he sells it, and the laikeach is the one that was mashbiach? So in the first case, the goslin, the person that stole, was mashbiach, then he sold it. In this case, the person stole, then he sold, and the Leikeach is the one that was met there. What's the Shiloh? The Shiloh is, in that case, do we say that the Leikeach is entitled to the Mechaz Shlisha Raviyah, or he's not entitled to the Master Shlisha Raviyah? Right, just to explain the difference. The Gazel, we know, there's a Takana. He gets the Mechaz Shlisha Raviyah. Now he sold the Gesheft, which comes with his schus of Mechaz So said, Robert, to Dovah to me, that the Leikeach assumes the to the Maxel the assumed the to the mechzel But over here the Shvach came about not in the possession of the goslin, but rather it came about in the possession of the leikeach. The halacha of Maxel was said about a goslin. This is already a different Indian. It's a different Sifkat and Shulchanach. And that's why Rav is not 100% sure. Do you say yeah? Why would be the Sephard to say yeah? Because he's bombing Machmas and If the Gazan would have had the Maslushush Revi, if he was Mashpichet, so maybe the Lekech should have the same thing. Or maybe no. Maybe it's only when the Gazan does it. And that's what the Lekechman says. The Gemara, Basta, the had the Pasha. Like you find throughout Shas with Rav, Rav has his Bayahs and then he's... Doesn't have any body anymore. my right? But either way it says the Gemara. the When a person sells something, he doesn't only sell the Bashar Rusham, but he also sells all the schusim that are attached to and associated with this thing that he sold. And being that the goslin has a schus, Right, we see this as a s'chus. He has a s'chus that if he would be mashpiach right now, the gzela he would be entitled to mechza shlishur or So too the Bob machmas agazlim, the lekeach who buys it from him, he gets that s'chus too. So that if he's mashpiach now, he's also going to be entitled to mechza shlishur Urvia. But Byi rova, rova had another shayla. He's mashpiach. What happens if beivikhevem? Was the one that was mashpiach? Is there mechza shlishur or Not. Nah. So it sounds like rova shayla was an beivikhevem stole. And now he was mashpiach. Does the overkechavim get to keep the mechza shlisheravir, or does he not? I'm to the ravine. Is ravina Should we make takanes of mechza shlisheravir for an overkechavim? Why would you make a takana for an overkechavim? No way that he's going to get mechza On Malay. So ravina said like I'll tell you what the shayla was. You're going to zabni li yisroh. Where an overkechavim stole it and then he sold it to a yid. So, the Takana is not for the ovekechavim, the Takana is for the yid. Could the yid keep the Shushu sheshulavim? But the Gemara says, Soif, soif, haba machmas ovekechavim, harehu ko ovekechavim. This yid that bought it, bought it from an ovekechavim. The chur, the Lekeach, can have more rights than the mecher had. And if the mecher was an ovekechavim, and we're not going to make a Takana for the mecher, the ovekechavim, so why would you think the Lekeach should, yes, have the Shushu sheshulavim? So, the Gemara makes a super ekim. The light's we got the case is the to It's talking about where a yid bought it. We stole it. V'zovna nehalei v'hishpich av'kechav. And then he sold it to an av'kechavim, and the av'kechavim was mashpiyach. V'hader av'kechavim v'zovna li Yisrael. And then the av'kechavim went, and he sold it to Yisrael. So the Yid stole it, sold it to an then the av'kechavim sold it to Yisrael. My, what's the halacha? Me, 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 do we say, keep the Mikari Yisrael. It started off with a ghazal Yisrael. V'hader Yisrael. And now, at the end of the day, who wants to keep the Mechza Shashorovia? Right, Where did this piece of, uh, whatever this was, land by a Yisrael. So, Abdi Rabbanu t'akanta. So, therefore, the Rabbana would make a Takona. Do we say, like, This is a Yad Oivet K'Chavim Be'emsa. Being that there's an Oivet be Be'emsa, the Avdi Rabbana Takanta, maybe the Rabbana didn't make a Takona. And the Gemara says, teku. This is already a Taku. Now, there's one interesting thing that you see in this Gemara, that the Rishonim talk about, Ayin Sham, and that is, the Gemara's initial reaction to should an Chavim have Machzal Shlisha Reviyah was no way. Why not? Because why would we make a Takana for an Chavim? It sounds like this, that the Gazlin gets to keep Machzal Shlisha Reviyah as a Takana. Meaning it's not Meikar Adin. There's like a special Takana that was instituted for the benefit of the Ghazlin that he should keep Machzal Shlisha Reviyah. What would that Takana be? So a good guess would probably... Be takon ha We've had Takana ha throughout Perekat Goizel Eitzim. So you see there's an idea that we want people to be encouraged to do tshuva. And if you tell someone, sometimes you have to return everything that you stole, it's a leitziknish. But if you tell him that, no, we'll work with you, so then, yeah, if you tell the person you can keep, the mechsel, shesher, that incentivizes him to do tshuva. Thus, there's a very proper application here of the Takana Sashavan. Well, khuri, that's the in the Gemara, which would then mean that Shitas Reb Shimen of Mechsah Sheshel Ravia is really based on Takana Sashavan, which would force us then maybe to revisit the whole Reb Shimen. Why is it a Takana Sashavan? Really, it's Shinikaina. Maybe Reb Shimen doesn't hold of Shinikaina. We had a whole Rishimah of Tanan, Abaya gave it to us on the bottom of Sadiqibulam and Beis. Who doesn't hold Shinikaina? There was no Reb Shimen. But the truth is, there was Reb Shimon ben Yehuda, and Reb Shimon ben Yehuda was Mishum Reb Shimen, and the price regarding gracious ages maybe the reason Shimon needs to come onto to konosashovan is because otherwise you would hold a mayor sholaye hekhaiteniska so Klapi where a mayor hold sholaye I mean why said lomshini kai the mayor said like, hekhaiteniska Shimon, i don't think either way something to think about amara papara papa hey mother cause will gazel me if somebody steals a decko from his friend vikotley and he cut it down i forgot the shati me arila even though when he cut it he cut it from the field of the and it landed in his home, in his own field. like kani the is he's not So this person stole a dekel. The way he stole the dekel was by chopping it down. And usually, if you chop down somebody's dekel, you're not a goslin. What you are is a masik. But the case is when you chopped it down and it landed in your field. Being that it landed in your field, you were kohen the dekel. Being that you were kohen the dekel, so now you're a goslin because by definition you made kinyon Exile. The question is: Are you now kainet it? or are you not it? What's the side you should be it? A goslin is kainet sometimes. One of those times is bishinot. Maybe it is a shino. It was a tree, and now it's just a big log that's lying on the ground. Said Rapopo, that Ayman the gazal How did he steal it? The because he cut it down, even though it landed in his field, which means he's a goslin. Still, you're not going to be kind of, and the reason is, because although you're a gaslin, it doesn't lose its name, Dekel. So again, you had to be there. But it's still called a deco. Thus, if the name is the same, that's like a giloi, that it's not really a shinoi. So sometimes if you want to know if something's a shinoi and not a shinoi, we'll see a lot more examples of this right now, is you look at what people refer to this as. So being that it used to be called a deco, now it's still called a deco, so it's for that reason, it's not considered a shinoi. Diklova, a Gubi, what happens if somebody has a deco and then he made it into a gubi, so he chopped it up even more, turned them into proper logs, like kani, the he's not kani, why not the meal is gubi de dikla maker. Because even though now people refer to it as gubi, but it's gubi de dikla. So it still maintains the Shem of the Av. And it's for that reason we don't look at this as a proper And therefore, you're not going to be kind of gubi kishuri. If somebody takes these gubi and he turns them into beams, so now they're wood that could be used commercially in a more proper way. Kani then already he's kainah. What happens if somebody has kashuri ravravi? He had bigger beams. of dinu zutri, and he made them into smaller beams like kani. he's not kainah. Vav If somebody has Kishuri, and he turns them into kitzutzaisa, Rashi says crush him like two by fours. Kani then Dalach is he's going to be kaina, That's going to be a proper shini. Am I Rav? Rava said, man, the of luliva." If somebody steals a luliv of dalud minim fame, that luliv. Vav dinu and he started picking out all the leaves. Kani Dalach is he's kainah. Why? The mikar because it used to be called a lulav and now it's not called a lulav anymore it's called a hutsi thus it's a proper shini what happens if somebody took hutsi and he turned it into a broom Kani, the alaki is he's going to be kainu. Why? May karu the hashlochufya. It has a different name. Chufya va'avdei shashura. What if somebody takes this broom and now he turns it into a shashura? he says a chevel. He turns it into a rope. Like kani is not kainu. My time. Why not? Because even though it has a different name, so really you would think it's a shinuy. But the we have a chufya because you can unwind it and you can turn it back into a chufya. It's a shinuy that's harder. And Rob is of the opinion that a shino that's harder is not considered a shino, which again is a big Shiloh But Rob is taking a position in this memra, and he's saying that being that it's other, it's not considered a shino. So we're talking about a lulav. So this is where lulav meets bavakama. Right? If someone asks you, where does Lulav meet Bavikama? If you say this, it's the wrong answer. The right answer is Lulav HaGosel. I mean, the whole suki right? of... That's Meruba 101. But this is another example of where Lulav meets Bavikama. Bottom line is, so what happens if somebody stole uh, Lulav? And now, it was Nechlaka Tioimus. The Tioimus of Tioimus fame. Right? That's the middle part. So it was split. It's supposed to be attached, and now all of a sudden it's Nechlak. Is that a shino? Is that not a shinu? Hat Tiymis Posl. If the Tiamis was removed from a Lulav, Posel for Daludminam. My love, who had the adinlach. It sounds like Lav Dafko if it was removed, but even if it's split, Allah is that it's gonna be possible. Now if it's split, it's possible. Then that's a riot that it's not the same. And if it's not the same, then luchayra should be a shino. And a nilchiz shino should be kanimar. Says loy shani da It could be only if it's nitla. It's going to be possible. But if it was nechlikah, it's not going to be possible. Some tashma. had a different version of this. Again, it's the same question. what's daloch? And the Ikid'amri, Ramatan said Reb Shulben Levi that daloch is nechlikah tiyomis nasa kemitshen nata u pasul shmamino. He said it He said that nechlikah is like nitla. It's the same exact thing. And daloch is it's going to be possible. Meaning, in the first version, we were trying to be pushed from something Rabbi Shoban Levy said, and that was Nitla. Hatiyomis tiyoymes isn't Nechliko the same thing? The Lord said, it's not Mucha. In this second version of Yishu the he said in Mephurish, again, in Hilchas Da'al Minim, but he said in Mephurish, Nechliko is posel, if Nechliko hatiyomis is posel, and Da'al Minim, who then? it's going to be a shinui in Bavakam? Om Abba Rapa, said, Haimanda goes all from the if somebody steals offer from his friend, the and he took the offer, and he converted it into a brick, Loikani, it's not considered a shinui even though it, it was called offer, now it's called a levina. My time at the hadamatsvile offer because it's a shinui that's harder. Levinta va'abei offer. What if somebody stole the Levena and Now he turned it into offer. is kind of my amit. Why? Because what are you going to tell me? levinta. You're going to say what's the difference? You could take the offer and make it into a levaina again. It's true, but the gemara says a little bit of a This, hai levinta achritihi. It's already a whole different Levena. Meaning, the offer is the same offer. You still offer, you make a levena, and then you make it back to offer, right? This is a offer It's the same exact offer. But if you had a levena that you made offer, and now you make a levena again, doesn't it the dissolve a The levena is your creation, and now you created a new levena. So it's a new heft of a levena. And being that it's a new levena, pon him is bo likan, and it's for that reason the halacha is, that it's considered a shinoi. Meaning, The point is, it's not a shinui that's Hadar, and being that it's not a shine, that's other, therefore you're going to be kind of. Um, rapapa, man, the on nasko, me so this is of Nasca fame. If somebody would steal a Nasca, like a piece of metal, a piece of silver, the Zuzi, and he converted it into money, like Kani is not going to be kind of my time. or Why not? Sounds like a shinoy. Make Now it's called cash. Says the Gemara, no, because Hadar Abba a because he could always convert it back into a Nasca. Zuzi Nasca If somebody steals Zuzi and he makes it into a Nasca. So then the is good. My Why would you say not? Because can make it into money again. Panim Khadash is Voltakan. That money is already new money, thus it's still considered that it's Loi thus it would be considered a shino. Shhimi Abdinu Khadati If somebody steals money, that's Shimi, so Rashi says it's Shirin, it's Schwarz, it's old. And he made it new. He shined it, he polished it, and now all of a sudden it's very, very nice money. Like, that is not kaina. Why not? It's not considered a shin. If, however, somebody steals new money and he Wears it out a little bit. It's going to be kind of My, I mean, Why would you say not? Because because it's a shina that's other. You can make a new again. May the other Once it becomes shvaritz, it's always going to remain a little bit shvart, and therefore it's a shina that's not other. Going back to the mishnah, so what's the rule of the mishnah? Shina is kind of meaning gazlonim, are mishalim. This klal is obviously coming to be mechadesh something. And the question is, what is it coming to be? Mechadesh? This the Rabbi Law's Isle. Somebody steals a Tle and then it matured and it became an Isle. Eagle, someone stole an Eagle and then it matured. nasa Shark became a shark. So a Tle will naturally become an Isle. An Eagle will naturally become a shark. Said Rabbi Law, Nasa it's considered a shinoi and he's kainan what's the chiddush? even though the shinoi happened memela. Very much discussed in Perik Meruba, but even though it happened Memeil, still so is considered a Shinu. If the person would now be Tavachu Machar, you wouldn't be Chayv Dalde, because once you kinda of something with Shinu, Meruba One Hundred One, at that point it's yours, and therefore you're not going to be Chayv Dalde. So what's the Zeh Klal of the Mishnah coming to be Mechadish? Not only a Shinu coiner, but Shinu is even coiner kind of when, even when the Shinu happens Memeil. That's not something I would know from the Mishnah. that that's the case. Now, who God, There was a person in the gospel, he stole Padna uh, the which Rashi says Padnas Milosh and Padna Aram. He stole two shvarim, two axes, from his friend. Azal. He took the axe Korabuhu, Carabu, Carabu, He brought into his field and he worked with them. And then he was mekayim veheishev this case came to Rab Nachman. Amma Rab Nachman told him, I want you to go assess the value of the shvach that this person got from using this other person's oxen in his field, figure out what the value is, and I want you to go ahead and I want you to return it. Now, this is a big cheddish because this shvach is not attached to the gzela, right? Somebody stole from his friend oxen brings it into his backyard, he works it. Now all of a sudden, his backyard is looking a little bit better. He plowed, he sowed. Said Rav Nachman, you can't keep that. You used someone else's thing, like a You can't just work that way in your field. I want you to take the shavach, and I want you to return. This was the psa. So Rubber was there, and Amale Rubber, Rubber told him, I hear Rav Nachman what you're saying. I'm feeling it a little bit. But at the same time, why should he have to give all the shvach away? I think he should have to give some of the shvach away. Why? Because Turi Ashbech, Arle Ashbech, what only the shark caused the shvach, as if to say this person's field that belongs to him, his soil, right? This is something that he earned, Bezeya Sapecha. That's his, the But this is something that was his. So he should have to give, up. meaning give half of it away. You shouldn't give all of it away. I didn't mean you should give all of it. I meant you should only give half. I'm told him, Saif Saif The Kahadra the end of the day, I still don't understand this halacha. Why? Because he didn't steal the field. What did he steal? He stole the Shvarim. So if what he stole was the Shvarim, so he should return the Shvarim. And he has the Shvarim and he wants to return it to Tanan. I don't know. As far as I know, I know a Mish. The Mish is when you steal, you assess the value of what it is. And that's what you pay. Or you just return what you stole. But where does this come from? That if I got benefit from stealing your thing, I now have to give you a chelik of any shvach that I got. you. <laughs> These next words, lines are fascinating. have not I not told you yet. That when I'm sitting and I'm pasking, don't say a word to me, never question me. Why? Because Huna Chavrin, also known as Rav Huna, Huna said regarding me, Anah, meaning Rav Nachman. The Shver Malka and Shver Malka, who was Shver Malka, Zagrashi, Shmuel, we're brothers when it comes to Din. Meaning, nobody can argue with us when it comes to Din. Mominis. Mir of Nachman and Shmuel, we know that whenever there's a machlok, it's Ram and Shmuel. So we're passing like Rav when it comes to Hat. We're passing like Shmuel when it comes to Dini. Rav Nachman also is the Kula Kulatamud when it comes to Dini. It comes from this member. I know Shvar Malka Achib Never argue with me. Okay. Obviously, Rav Nachman was trying to say that. I know something that you don't know. So you're asking me questions, but you're not being. Le so if What's the.? So if he told him. Hey, this is a separate. Cheshman. Sometimes Bezdin has a right to go off road and do whatever they feel that they need to do. They can even hit somebody, right? They can do really, really very severe things. It's one of the rights that Bezdin has. And he said, This is the right that I'm leveraging right now. This is what this is all about. We're going to make a scho on the next Because I'll be if somebody steals a behemoth, it's all me inyan the inyan by The behemoth got old. Avad the Someone stole an eved and it got old. kishas like So the halach is that he pays kishas like zayla. What's the point of the mishnah? Zikna is a shinoi, and as a result, you're kind of a shinoi. You're kind of the behemoth, you are kind of the eved, and what you pay is kishas like zayla. Rameyer says, but if somebody steals an eved, he tells him how reish as we saw it. In yesterday's daf, and as we've seen previously, is mayor holds that Eved is la Karka, Karka in an Exelas. Thus, there's no Shinai Koina when it comes to an Eved. Therefore, by an Eved, there is no Shinoi. There's no Shinoi, even if it was Nishtana, but it is not subject to Shinkoina thus. He tells him If in this If somebody steals a coin and this coin cracked, Paris very keep if somebody steals Paris and they spoil. Ya the Hihmits, he stole wine and it turned vinegar. and Kishasakzai, these are all Shinuiin and a gazans coina Bishinoy, he's mishal m'keshasakzet matpeya nifslah. Whatever, so somebody stole a matpeya, and then this matpeya went out of uh, circulation. It's not being used anymore. Chumah v'nitma. Somebody stole chumah and it became tummy chomitz v'avolav pesach. Stole stole chomitz. It was over olav pesach. Chomitz v'avolav pesach is asa b'hanah behema v'nis avde b'aveir. Somebody stole the behema and aveir was done with it. Or somebody stole the behema and something happened to it that it became pasul akrova. Or someone stole the behema and became in all these cases, the says and even though it sounds like there was shinuyim, certainly from a value perspective, the value very much changed. But at the same time, in all these cases, he says and the reason is because all these differences and all these shinuyim are what we know as hezik she'enoi nikr. They're not identifiable. So the only time something's considered a shino is when you can see it, you can feel it, you can touch it. But if you can't see the shenuyim, then it's not. Thus, the Gazan could say, HaRei Shalach What's the connotation of HaRei Shalach We saw this yesterday. It means, take it. Even though it has no value, HaRei this is something that I can force upon you. Amir said. Now, when it says in the Mishnah, Gazal Behimu Veskina, Avadim Veskina, Uloy Veskina, doesn't mean that mamish he became an Alteid. Ela Afilo Kichasha, even if it became a little Shvachar. That is enough. Faith the Gemara doesn't sound that way from the Mishnah. Va'nan hiskina tonight, right? Hiskina is a significant change. So, does it have to be significant So the Gemara says kigoyin The reason the Mishnah said hiskina is not because it has to be hiskina, but the significance of hiskina is that when someone gets older, he's not getting younger. It's just not possible, right? You can't reverse the aging process. So Kihasha would be a shinoi even if it's only kihasha, as long as it mirrors the eskina, you know, where it's something that's not reversible, which, again, that's this Indian of a shinui, only being a shinui if it's loihadar. This is why I heard the name Rabbi Eich. I feel somebody like sells a planet so so became an ayol. Someone sells an and became a shar. Nasa shinui is considered a shinui, ve kono Told Rav Ashi, I heard from Rav that gun of Klevanasa Isle, Egilvenasa Shar, is considered a Shinoi. Thus, if he's Tavachumacher afterwards, he's not going to be Chayvda Al Why not? yu Toivayach and Shaloyu yu A Amalei, So, when Rav Ashi heard what Mark Shishabred Rav Chizda told him, he responded to Lava Minalacho. Haven't I not told you in the past, like Tachlev Gavri? Don't mix up the names. It sounds like this is not the first time it happened. He said, I told you the names matter in sugyas. What did did you get wrong? Ahu mishmei the Rabbi Law Itmar, right? This is Rabbi Law's famous Memra. This is something that Rabbi Law said, and as a result, Ahu mishmei the Rabbi Law Itmar, this is not something that you should have said.